good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is. Y'all come on in and y'all have a seat. Light your blunts up like I'm getting ready to do in a couple of seconds. And come feel me right quick. If this is your first time listening, I welcome you to Feeling the Breeze. I am your host, Breeza. That's B-R-Triple-E-Z to the motherfucking A. And how y'all doing today? It's cold. It's about to rain, at least where I am out here in L.A. And uh, like I usually say, I keep to the buck around here. You know, I say a lot of stupid shit sometimes. I say stuff that you gonna scratch your head and be like, what the hell did this nigga just say? I'm gonna say a lot of stuff you ain't gonna agree with, so we just gonna agree to disagree. And with that being said, on today's show, oh, we are getting, like I said, controversial. <clears throat> so we getting super controversial today. I hope I don't get in trouble for this one. It's, it's gonna get, it's, it's gonna be a good one. And on this one, I'm bringing to y'all a legendary comic who uh, is no longer with us. And I know a lot of the millennials don't know who this dude is. But people in my age range and older than me, they know who he is. He's a comedian by the name of George Carlin. Very, very funny dude. Very controversial. But he's one of those comics that was kind of like known for like not giving a fuck and saying whatever the hell he want to say as you should. And so he's going to speak about the church and religion and a bunch of other stuff but mainly he's gonna be talking about church now i know religion is a very touchy subject for a lot of people so only thing i'm gonna ask you to do is just listen with an open mind you know just listen with an open mind and uh you know you're gonna hear all that in the body of the show but before we get into the body of the show I had told y'all a couple of, uh, a thing on one of my promo podcasts, uh, that I got one of my, uh, beats played on the big podcast with Shaq, and so I'll just tell you briefly how that happened, basically, I sent in some submissions to one of his co-hosts, which is by, which is Rob Jenners, and, um, let him know, hey, you they, you could use these for some of your segments if you want to, you know, just, you know, trying to help them out, make their show better, and then they can help me by getting my sound out, you know, giving me shout out, you know, shit like that. You know, I did this back in, uh, I believe it was November. I submitted these, submitted this, this, the, uh, these beats uh, in January. Uh, this, I think it was January 27th or whatnot uh, on the big podcast with Shaq, which you can listen to on uh, podcast one. Uh, and you can download it on iTunes as well. Uh they uh, debuted one, a new game, and bam, they played one of my beats, and I almost crashed the car when I heard it. I was so happy. So big shout out to uh, Shaquille O'Neal and the big podcast with Shaq and everybody over there. Good looking out, and uh, check them out on Monday nights. And uh, 
we're gonna get into this show and uh and i'll be right back i'm gonna catch y'all later to the show so without further ado we get into george carlin and on this one y'all i'm giving no commentary i'm just gonna let him talk all right here we go why does one hand have to be raised what is the magic in this gesture this seems like some sort of a primitive hoodoo mojo stick why not put your left hand on the bible let your right hand hang down by your side it's more natural. Or put it in your pocket. Remember what your mother used to say? Don't put your hands in your pockets. Does she know something we don't know? Is this hand shit really important? Well, let's get back to the Bible, America's favorite national theatrical prop. Suppose the Bible they hand you to swear on is upside down. Or backward. Or both. And you swear to tell the truth on an upside down backward Bible. Would that count? Suppose the Bible they hand you is an old Bible and half the pages are missing. Suppose all they have is a Chinese Bible in an American court. Or a Braille Bible and you're not blind. Suppose they hand you an upside down backward Chinese Braille Bible with half the pages missing. Make believe. It's make believe. Now, all right. 
question is, what is the big deal about swearing to God in the first place? Why does swearing to God mean you're going to tell the truth? Wouldn't affect me. If they said to me, you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you, God, I'd say, yeah. I'll tell you about as much truth as the people who wrote that fucking Bible. How do you like that? for the calls we're going to come back with some more show
All right, welcome back to the show. And I'm smoking right now. Oh, yeah. So here we go. Part two of Mr. George Carlin. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Once again, these two prohibit the same kind of behavior, in this case, marital infidelity. The difference is coveting takes place in the mind, and I don't think you should outlaw fantasizing about someone else's wife. Otherwise, what's a guy going to think about when he's waxing his carrot? But marital fidelity is a good idea, so we're going to keep the idea and call this one, Thou shalt not be unfaithful. And suddenly, we're down to four. But when you think about it, honesty and fidelity are really part of the same overall value. So in truth, you could combine the two honesty commandments with the two fidelity commandments and give them simpler language, positive language instead of negative, and call the whole thing, thou shalt always be honest and faithful, and we're down to three. Thou shalt, thou shalt, they're going away, they're going away fast. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods. This one is just plain fucking stupid. Coveting your neighbor's goods is what keeps the economy going. Alright? Your neighbor gets a vibrator that plays Oh Come All Ye Faithful. You want to get one too. Coveting creates jobs. Leave it alone. You throw out coveting, you're down to two now. The big honesty and fidelity commandment. And the one we haven't talked about yet, thou shalt not kill, murder, the fifth commandment. But when you think about it, when you think about it, religion has never really had a big problem with murder. Not really. More people have been killed in the name of God than for any other reason. All you have to do is... Look at Northern Ireland, the Middle East, Kashmir, the Inquisition, the Crusades, and the World Trade Center to see how seriously the religious folks take Thou Shalt Not Kill. The more devout they are, the more they see murder as being negotiable. It's negotiable. doing the killing and who's getting killed. So, with all of this in mind, I leave you with my revised list of the two commandments. Thou shalt always be honest and faithful to the provider of thy nookie, and thou shalt try real hard not to kill anyone, unless, of course, they pray to a different invisible man from the one you pray to. Two is all you need. Moses could have carried him down the hill in his fucking pocket. And if they had a list like that, I wouldn't mind those folks in Alabama putting it up on the courthouse wall. As long as they included one additional commandment, thou shalt keep thy religion to thyself. And we're going to take another quick pause for the calls. And I'm going to come back with the other part two that I was supposed to come back with originally. (laughs) So, be right back.
always been loose. Dealing off the turf like it was never gonna run dry, that ain't no business. No other game has run so disorganized. Look around. Everything that is taking care of business is together. Dig it tight. Except us. And now we feel in the heat. And the action's gonna get scarce, and the turf is gonna get hard. What do you say, man? Now, we've seen these times before. Never so heavy as now. Well, I don't see any other way other than ride it out. There is a way. We organize. Each of us gets his own turf. That way you can cool all those strange freelance bitches. And when the heat comes down, all you do is cool it for a while. Meanwhile, business is still going on elsewhere. Dig, which takes care of you. The Johns don't panic. And we don't jam up on each other. How's it sit with you, Cyrus? And with you, Bill. Top. Milky Way. Sugar. Sweet. Bella. <sighs> yeah. Really? Welcome back to the show. 
And so I was originally supposed to play the first part two of Mr. George Carlin. And so here that is. <laughs> here we go. take another quick pause for the cause and we're going to come back with some more show
Makes you feel 10 pounds lighter. Yeah. Everybody can relate to this. You gotta take that fat ass shit. You ever take a good shit and then you wanna go to sleep right afterwards? Yeah, I know, nigga. Now, let's go back to the motherfucking show. Welcome back to the show. And George Carlin is about to get real controversial. Put them in the joint where they belong and they could have saved the money of putting these country club pinheaded assholes on trial. Another thing you got to remember, this is the group of people who were elected with the help of the moral majority. Elected with the help of the moral majority and the Teamsters Union. That's a good combination. Organized. One quick pause right quick. He's talking about some political shit from the 80s, but it all is relevant to what's going on today. I'm just throwing that out there. All right, back to Mr. Carlin. Religion and organized crime working together to help build a better America. Another thing. Keep in mind, these Reagan people are the ones that were going to get government off our backs. Remember that? That was the rhetoric of the 1980 campaign. We'll get government off your backs and out of your lives. Yeah, but they still want to tell you what magazines you can read. And they still want to tell you what rock lyrics you can listen to. And they still want to force your kids to pray in school. And they still want to tell you what you can say on the radio. The FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, decided all by itself that radio and television were the only two parts of American life not protected by the free speech provisions of the First Amendment to the Constitution. I'd like to repeat that because it sounds vaguely important. FCC, an appointed body, not elected, answerable only to the president, decided on its own that radio and television were the only two parts of American life not protected by the First Amendment to the Constitution. Why did they decide that? Because they got a letter from a minister in Mississippi. A Reverend Donald Wildman in Mississippi heard something on the radio that he didn't like. Well, Reverend, did anyone ever tell you there are two knobs on the radio? I'm sure the Reverend isn't that comfortable with anything that has two knobs on it. But hey, Reverend, there are two knobs on the radio. One of them turns the radio off, and the other one changes the station. Imagine that, Reverend, you can actually change the station. It's called freedom of choice, and it's one of the principles this country was founded upon. Look it up in the library, Reverend, if you have any of them left when you finish burning all the books. Personally, just about had it with these fucking church people. Just 
these churches, tax them. Tax these motherfuckers. If they're so interested in politics and government and public policy, let them pay their fucking admission price like everybody else. You know what I mean? Catholic Church alone could wipe out the federal budget deficit if all you did was tax them on their real estate holdings. And speaking of real estate holdings, let's get back to Ronald Reagan and his criminal gang. When last we left them, they were going to get government off our backs. Yeah, but when it comes to abortion, they don't mind government being in a woman's uterus, do they? Yeah, backs are no good, but uterus is okay by them. These people call themselves right-to-lifers. Don't you love that phrase? And don't you love the way these kind of people pervert the English language, right-to-lifers? You realize that most of the right-to-lifers are in favor of the death penalty? And they support the South American death squads? And they're against gun control? And they're against nuclear weapons control? When they say right-to-life, they're talking about their right to decide which people should live or die. So these right-wingers... Right-wingers in general, these uh, crypto-fascists, they're against homosexuality, they're against pornography, they're against sex education, they're against abortion. Yeah, they're going to get government off your back, but they're going to tell you how to live your sex life. And let me ask you this, how would they know anything about it? Have you ever taken a look at those people? No wonder they're afraid of their bodies. Take a look at them. Doesn't it strike you as mildly ironic that most of the people who are against abortion are people you wouldn't want to fuck in the first place? <laughs> Mr. George Carlin at his best. And so, with that, they are giving me the go-home cue. And so we're going to close out the show in a very special way today. And so y'all stay tuned and I'll be right back. And another thing, when you say integration, it comes on the end of marriage too, right? All right. of them together. Right, sure. And I'm sure no intelligent white person watching this show, or no intelligent uh, white man in his or her right white mind want black boys and black girls marrying their white sons and daughters and in return, introducing their grandchildren as half-brown, kinky-haired black people. I would, I and I'm sure... I wouldn't object to that. Well, you wouldn't, but a lot of them would. Well, I'm sure a lot of people... No, it's, it's what I'm trying to say is this. What I'm trying to say is this. Uh, you don't have it. You say you don't, but you don't have it. You really ain't going to have it. You're on the show, and you got to say that. But what <laughs> is that's, that's, that's not true. Why would you want to do that? Because, don't because I, don't think, I don't think I'm any different from you, you see. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we're much different. That's I mean, I think society's made know, us different. You know we're different. And we all together. But society's different. made us different. No, not society. God made us different. No, no, we're just human beings. He made all no, of us. We all, listen, bluebirds fly with bluebirds. Red birds want to be with red birds. <laughs> listen, listen, tell me when I'm wrong. Pigeons want to be with pigeons. But Tell me what I'm like. Well, we, well, we must. Well, we should have. have. Mo- they don't have intelligence, but yet no. they stay together. We should have more intelligence than them, right? <laughs> buzzers are with buzzards. Buzzards are with buzzards. Bluebirds are with bluebirds. They're all the birds, but they've got different cultures. The eagles like to hang out in the mountains. The buzzard like to fly around the desert. Well, the bluebird like to fly around the trees and the grass. Problems a buzzard mating with a sparrow, wouldn't they? 
What? With a seven. Right, right. Man, we have the problems too. No, I don't see, I don't see, I don't see no black and white couples in England or America walking around proud holding their children. That's because society. And, and going out. That's because society's fallen. Well, I mean, well, 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 I mean we've got to educate well, no. people around. Well, life is too short for me to be raised catching hell for something like that. I'd rather go and be my own. I have a beautiful daughter, beautiful wife. They look like me. We're all happy, and I don't have no trouble. I ain't that much in love with no woman to go through all that hell. Ain't no one woman that good. <laughs> you understand? I understand, yeah. I just, I do understand. I understand. I think it's, I think it's sad that, that, that... It ain't sad because I want my child to look like me. Too. Every intelligent person wants his child to look like him. I'm sad because I want to blot out my race and lose my beautiful identity. Chinese love Chinese. They love the little slanted out pretty brown-skinned babies. Pakistanis love their culture. Jewish people love their culture. A lot of Catholics don't want to marry number Catholics. They want the religion to stay the same. Who want to spot up yourself and kill your race? You, you a hate of your people if you don't want to stay who you are. You shame what God made you. God didn't make no mistake when he made us all like we I, were. I think that's a philosophy of despair. Despair. I really do. It ain't no despair. Yeah. Number one, I can't know you. No woman on this whole earth, not even a black woman in Muslim countries, can please me and cook for me and socialize and talk to me like my American black woman. No woman, at last, is a white woman can really identify with me and my feelings and the way I act and the way I talk. And you can't take no Chinese man and give him no Puerto Rican woman and holler about we're in love and you emotionally in love and physically, but really they're not happy because she's gonna hear some Puerto Rican music, he's gonna hear some Chinese music. And they're gonna be clashing all the time. It's just nature. You can do what you want, but it's nature to want to be with your own. I wanna be with mine. I love my people. That's all I hate.